0: Welcome
1: back into the Plank Show right here on The Rev. You're We're, forgiven. I, I literally just did a segment with the mic off. Yeah, you're right, Jesse G. It's a, it's a marketing campaign. They're just basically going out and announcing all the people that are going to be... I, is this going to be a website that they're doing, or is it
0: going to be... I mean, yeah, it sounds like obviously a, a website. And then Are, they, are with, they taking
1: over on 94.7? <laughs> or is that maybe, just going to be... Maybe. Are you going to get back your Nirvana? you all never bought their records anyway um yeah it's just that's what it is i think what jenny and barry and then todd and what sam A is going to be involved in it is that kind of the buzz that's out there
0: yeah and some other individuals i think can
1: i give a uh just a so your suggestion you're, you're here to, to
0: report you will not be
1: involved <laughs> yeah i'm not going to be involved number two do not make it a subscription service we have too many subscription services right now if you want to have like an elite level or a uh, a patron level, as my man Connor. What am I talking about? Conrad Thompson, old Connie talks about. I just, bro. At what point can we not afford another subscription? Right. I mean, I'm at that now, and I feel like you know a lot of this can be a tax write off for me. Well, but I mean, literally, you've got to have what at least three recruiting services you subscribe to. You got to subscribe to ESPN Plus. You got to have. Disney Plus you want YouTube if you want the uh <laughs> if you want the Sunday ticket you've got to have subscriptions to all the newspapers now you got to have a separate one for the Oklahoma in the world
0: I was looking up the Missouri NIL bill there was a Kansas City yeah. Star story
1: you got to pay for it
0: couldn't read it right
1: which is fine but I'm just saying you reach this point where you're like I I I can't I will never financially recover from this. All right, there is breaking news before we get to the top five stories of the day. <laughs>
0: Got to stream these shows. What do you think? <laughs> you think I'm going to pay for I will news never paper. financially
1: recover from this. Breaking news, Josh Helmer, for those of you that love the poll season, it is now complete after the coaches' Poll was released last week. The Associated Press Top 25 is out. In fact, well, you know what? Let's just make sure we tie in our wonderful sponsors. And let's make it big story number five in the top five stories of the day. Brought to you by Newcastle Casino.
0: It's time for the top five stories of the day. Brought to you by Newcastle Casino. Newcastle Casino, where real gamers play. Let's go, man. All
1: right. um, No surprise, Georgia is the preseason number one, as expected. While the Oklahoma Sooners check in at number 20, number 20 in the Associated Press preseason top 25. Josh Helmer, do you have any problem with Oklahoma being number 20 in the preseason Associated Press poll?
0: No, no, not at all. 19-20, same ballpark, and it's reasonable, I think, on on both fronts, right?
1: Yeah, and by the way, you mentioned 19 because that was coach's poll. I was trying to look at the numbers here. They were a pretty solid 19 based on the numbers, and they're uh, they're a pretty solid 20 here, 296. Well, North Carolina had 292 points, votes, whatever. Oklahoma and North Carolina was 21. Oklahoma was 20 with 296, and then there's Wisconsin at 19, 386. Of the first place ballots, Georgia received 60. Of the, let's see, 62, 63. And the only teams that I can see, Josh, that picked up first place votes were the 1, 2, and 3 teams. Georgia 1, Michigan 2, and Ohio State, number 3.
0: And it is overwhelming with 60 to Georgia.
1: Yeah, so it's pretty, pretty one-sided. Anything, I'm trying to see what differences we have between the AP and the coaches poll. But just real quick, to run down the top 10 of the AP... Georgia 1, Michigan 2, followed by Ohio State 3, Alabama 4, and LSU 5. The only difference between the AP poll and the coaches poll in the top five is they flipped Ohio State and Bama. Coaches had Bama at 3, AP has Ohio State at 3. 6 through 10, wow, that's pretty wild, very similar. 6 through 10 in the AP poll, USC 6, Penn State 7, Florida State 8, followed by Clemson at 9 and Washington at 10. The only real difference there, they have uh, 6, 7, and 8 is – actually, six, seven, eight, and 9 is exactly the same in the coaches' poll and the AP poll. The AP poll with Washington at 10. The coaches' poll had Tennessee at 10 with Washington – where is Washington in the coaches' poll? At 11. As far as any major discrepancies, mm, not really. Wisconsin at nineteen in the AP, twenty-one in the coaches' poll.
0: K-State's ranked higher than TCU in this poll. That was the opposite in the AP. Texas Tech's yep. not ranked. They're in the you know first outside yeah. looking in in the AP.
1: Sixteen and seventeen. Is Kansas State and TCU, but they're in different orders. In the coaches' poll, it's TCU 16, Kansas State 17. And like you said, Kansas State is flipped in the AP poll. Uh, Ole Miss, are they 22? Ole Miss is 22 in both. Tulane is 23 and 24. Yeah, and you mentioned the only difference is Tech is out of the AP poll and Iowa is in. When in the coaches' poll, Iowa was 26th, most <laughs> receiving votes that wasn't in the poll. And Texas Tech was at 24.
0: Yeah, just totally flip flop.
1: I don't know if there's anything then that really surprises me here. Uh, When Utah came out 14th in the coaches poll, there seemed to be a lot of buzz about Utah being overrated. I don't. Overrated? Yeah, overrated. Some felt like they were a little bit too high. I don't know if they realize their starting quarterback is coming back for his 86th year, Cam Rising, of eligibility. (laughs) Pac-12 champs? I'm i maybe maybe I thought Texas might be a little bit higher with all the offseason hype. Boy, there is no there is one thing though that is consistent between the two polls, Josh. There are three teams that have been just okay the last couple of seasons that and one of them was really good last year. But there are three teams in this top ten that basically the voters on both polls have said, oh, we're all in on them. And that's USC, Penn State, and Florida State. I mean, some might even say that Florida State being eighth is too low based on the preseason hype around them. But as the AP poll has just been dropped, have Florida State at eight, Penn State at seven, and USC at six? Ooh, boy. Oh, and by the way, there is one thing that's pretty consistent, too. Everybody's all in on LSU. There yeah. is no doubt about LSU right now.
0: Well, and I would I mean, I mean, would toss them into that group of those other teams you mentioned.
1: Mm. But you know what's funny? I actually had it written down to do that, and I just completely spaced on it. Teams that have been meh, had a couple good years here and there, but all of a sudden everyone's all in on them since Mr. Burrow. Five, six, seven, and eight. I saw a note from Dennis Dodd's college football preview this weekend that really kind of blew my mind. <laughs> Look at Drew Sooner. he was number 20 in the 2020 uh, – and the 2000 preseason poll.
0: Look out. So you're saying there's a chance.
1: Look out. I, I found this from Dennis Dodd, and it kind of – it just resets where the anticipation and speculation can be uh, for certain teams, and it was – Yeah, it was just 23 compelling storylines. And it was, like, really questioning, man, where is Alabama right now? Here's Alabama hasn't gone back-to-back seasons without a championship. You're like, what are you? would be nice. What are we doing right now? (laughs) The Clemsons and Alabama's 11 were tied for the program's fewest wins since 2010. Think about that.
0: It's amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. And you got people wondering what's and, wrong with them. And you know what? It's a fair question for them <laughs> be, because it is a departure from, from where they've been.
1: We always expect them to just be like number one. I, in fact, I got uh, I a fight with someone, uh, quote-unquote, disagreement, or at least they were like, I don't understand Alabama being up there
0: at four. Like wow. Well, it's Alabama.
1: Dude, really? <laughs> Have you watched the last 15 years? So that's big story number five. The AP poll is out. Oklahoma 20th in the AP poll, 19th in the coaches poll. Check it off. Now as we are 18 days away and 23 hours from Oklahoma's opener, and what would that be, 11 days from the college football opener with week zero or week one. They're trying to make every single game that starts on Saturday, August 26th to be considered week one now, Josh. Week one, there's some teams that I guess are going to play two week one games. But – yeah, you know, we got uh, not too long until we get to watch number 13 in action. So with that in mind. Or number six. With, with that in mind, let's, let's, get, let's get big story number four in here. Number four. Oh. Because this is along the college football front. Not so fast huh? for Jim Harbaugh's four-game suspension.
0: That's right. Yeah, that, that was an interesting storyline to follow this weekend.
1: According to and another time when I got burned on my Saturday show, Josh, I legitimately said, "Huh, it's weird we haven't had any information on this, you know, Jim Harbaugh four-game suspension. It was reported, and then it just kind of went away. And somebody was
0: like, uh, well, actually.
1: Well, <laughs> no, I got off the air at 11 a.m. I did an 8 to 11 a.m. show. The story broke at like 2 o'clock. So I was like, and it's re-airing all day. So someone's like, look at this moron. <laughs> like, let's well, say it was 11 a.m. Uh, Did what, somebody tweet you about it? I got three DMs about it. Same thing that happened with Northwestern, too, where it's like, buddy, they just had all the details. I'm like, I know, show was taped at 8 a.m. We didn't have any of that. Sorry. And I'm not about to go back in because I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm chillin- done. I'm done. I'm, done. I'm, done. <laughs> I'm weed-eating right now. <laughs> but yeah, That's brutal, though. That sucks. According to reports, and I think Yahoo Sports, Dan Wetzel, had this first, the NCAA basically rejected the four-game suspensions. So, in NCAA investigations like this, you're you're not allowed to talk to the press, but the NCAA sent out a release that basically said this isn't about cheeseburgers, which I found fascinating. Yeah, they sent it to The Athletic, right? They sent it. I think they eventually released it everywhere. I think Ralph Russo was – in fact, here's Ralph Russo talking about what's next for Jim Harbaugh, because if you think about it, Josh, and maybe I find myself falling into this mix a little bit more – Jim Harbaugh seems like he's been trying to get out of Michigan for a couple of years now, right? Could this have been the issue at the center of it, right? Anyway, could the NFL still now even more so be in Jim Harbaugh's future with the unknown? Because it doesn't look like it's going to be just a four-game suspension. And I don't know. Listen, everyone's kind of pounding the NCAA on this, and I completely understand. But we don't know if they had an agreement. We, we, we have no idea. All of a sudden, it's just reported as fact And the NCAA sure to take their time, but at some point they're like, yeah, that's not what this is about, and this keeps being reported, and it's not true. So I'm not defending the NCAA, but I just found it fascinating that everyone seemed to have this, and it seemed to be official, then there was nothing on it except, yeah, it's not official. Could this be the end of Jim Harbaugh in
2: Michigan in the long run? Listen, when this issue first arose – there was some murmurs about it late last year, sort of he- heading into the mm-hmm. playoff. And then we started hearing the more of the, mission, the the harbar leaving. And then as you did a little reporting on this and sunk your teeth in, you realize, oh, wait a second. These two things might be related. He might be heading to the NFL because he doesn't either want to deal with this stuff or maybe this stuff is like legit bad. Like before you pieced it all together, maybe he's looking at like, a year suspension well if that's the case i'm out of here right so there was this feeling that these two things were linked then there was this feeling that well it won't be that bad so we're going to run it back and there's just so many layers to harbaugh right because there was also the idea of like maybe if somebody really would have wanted him he would have gone to the nfl because that's also been another piece of this the last couple of years right he he went to the vikings and talked to them but they were not going to hire him
1: now uh, that's uh, Ralph Russo and Andy Staples from their podcast. That also comes down to who you believe. Because there's some people that have reported it wasn't about the Vikings not wanting him. It was about Harbaugh asking for too much power with a new general manager coming in. There's others that think he had the Broncos job until Sean Payton came in. So, think get it how you want. But I will add this, Josh Helmer. It is unprecedented for the NCAA to send out a statement in the middle of an investigation like this and I don't know if we've ever had such consensus reporting on something only to step back and say yeah no that's not the case at all and we didn't accept what Michigan had suggested to us. There you go. I don't know if there's more to it or not but that's the latest on the Harbaugh stuff.
0: Yeah very, uh, very interesting for a group that's Expect to be, you know, the Big Ten favorite or right there in the midst, and, uh, you know, obviously a national favorite.
1: Which gets us to a hodgepodge of college football notes from the weekend and big story number three. Number three. <laughs> um, Josh, I'm relying on you. What do we know about a quarterback injury to one J.J. McCarthy at Iowa Camp? Which, by the way, Iowa Camp had been on lockdown, right? They're not having much access at all. And then during Fan Day. Kids Day at Kinnick. Kids
0: Day at Kinnick. Cade McNamara just. Did I say J.J. McCarthy? You did. I'm okay. sorry.
1: I, I got my uh, Michigan transfers it, confused.
0: It doesn't sound too severe. Okay. It, it sounds like uh, the, the behind the paywall reports, and I think I'm safe to share that here in Oklahoma. Mm. Sounds like a quadriceps strain. Okay. Non-contact, though. This is always going to scare you a little bit.
1: Here's here's a little back and forth with uh,
0: Kirk Ferentz after kids kids at Kinnick kids day at Kinnick it's where kids they day uh at celebrate the uh, kid captains from the UI Stead Children's Family Hospital which
1: I have now given Iowa to Michigan transfer quarterbacks but here's the latest on Cade McNamara so you know it's unfortunate obviously uh you know he needs work like everybody out here needs work but
2: hopefully nothing too serious one of those things I'm sure he wants to test it out I'm sure you guys want to see it too but uh, a tough yeah, situation not, not You got to go. Yeah. yeah not today certainly so um yeah, you look at him inside and you know see where Howard's fronts are.
1: Unfortunately it's just muscle.
0: So yeah, no so no knees since that was the no, you work. Know? No, no, as far as I know, no.
1: <laughs> not as far as I know. No, no, no.
0: So we'll get the official report sometime uh this week.
1: Yeah, the official report that'll come out and say, and he is done for <laughs> the season. We hope right? not,
0: man. I mean, come on. Page page views can't have it.
1: No, it'd be I hey, I told you this before I left. I really want to I want to see them with a ca- a capable offense. Because you look back last year, some of those games they lost, dude, if you just have somewhat competent quarterback play.
0: Oh, even the trip to Ohio State, they they You're played the well in the first half, they just eventually if you can't do anything offensively. Kay McNamara dinged up
1: at Iowa camp, but it looks like he's going to be okay. Then Josh, we got the starting quarterback named In Gainesville, where Billy Napier, who sounds exhausted, announced that Graham Mertz is going to be a starting quarterback at Florida.
0: Yeah, no, I I do. Um, I think the big thing I've
2: been impressed with is just his ability to come in and learn the system, you know, to translate what he knows uh, and apply that to our system. And then just, you know, relentless in approach. You know, probably has worked as hard as any player – on our team, probably as hard as a lot of players that I've been around, you know, in terms of the the unseen hours, right? The, those are what I'm talking about specifically.
0: Got a little Dave Veranda there in him. He does. I don't want to laugh too much because, I mean, who knows what's going on, right? Oh, yeah. He yeah. does sound totally spin He though.
1: sounds like he is absolutely just – but when you watch him, I was watching the video of this while I was playing it, Got a smile on his face. He seems happy. <laughs> so it's just
0: this is just how he sounds.
1: I guess so. Uh, and then one more. We mentioned that the AP poll is out, and everyone in uh, everyone at Bama camp wants to know who the starting quarterback is, right? Alabama. What the, I just why did I put up the AP poll when I'm going to refer to it. Uh, Alabama was number four in one poll and number three in the other, right? So, Nick Saban. I'm going to warn you here a little bit. They were four in the AP, three in the coaches. They, Ohio State and then we're flip-flopped in the other two polls. There's a little salty language here from Nick Saban. So if you have to earmuff it, that's fine. But is, is this as close as we're going to get to happy Nick Saban?
2: You know, I kind of like what Pete Rose said the other night. Sparky Anderson, he said, had a great – was a great manager. And he asked him one time, what's the key to handling players? He says, Well, you got to know when to kick him in the ass. You got to know when to pat him on the ass. And you got to know when not to say anything. So we're trying to figure that out. But I think I've been kicking him in the ass a little bit more than I've been patting him on the ass. So we'll just keep on keeping on.
1: Nick Saban laughing and making jokes in camp? What world are we in right now, Josh? Who, who is this man? Who is this man? Anyway, there's – any other college football tidbits that you want to catch up on that caught your eye from this weekend? I think those are the – I think uh, it hit it all. Big stories. We, we got more the, – the Iowa State clarity continued throughout last week, so I'm sure you had a chance to talk about that incessantly.
0: Yeah, and it uh, obviously reached to Oklahoma State with Arlen Bruce. How about that? Not, not good for the Cowboys.
1: I don't know how I would handle it at 18, 19, 20 – 46, 47, 48. To have legalized gambling as easily accessible as my phone, I just don't know. And to be an athlete. But I would like to think if there was the risk that if you do it, you're never going to play college football again, that I would be able to say no. But for some of the – and, Josh, the money. Well, first of all, the amount of bets for some of the guys, oof. But the money they're risking everything for, it just doesn't make any sense. No. Uh, All right, so there you go. That's big story number three. All right, we're sticking with college football literally through the whole top five today. Uh, Big story number two. Number two. What do we want to tell the kids, the peeps, the folks
0: today about Winari? Three o'clock today? Yeah, the decision's at three, and uh, it doesn't sound like it's trending Oklahoma's direction, but hey, maybe there will be uh, winds of change between now and then.
1: There had been a couple of questions on the Meyer Chevrolet text line. What's going on? Uh, What do you mean? Well, basically, he got phonged to Missouri. And a lot of people consider once you get Fonged somewhere, that's pretty sad. Just like we learned with David Hicks.
0: Even though uh, Mr. Fong has been a, a swing and miss artist occasionally here of late. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And let's, let's hope that's uh, again. But 3 o'clock today, and uh, I don't think I've promoted this enough, but Parker is actually there. He's that's in, right. He's in Lee Summit, Missouri, where this uh, announced. I believe that's he's doing it at a school, right? Skew. So, that'll happen this afternoon, 3 o'clock. Parker is there live with instant reaction to the announcement. And big story number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. Try to cliff notes what we learned from Sooner scrimmage over the weekend. Some concern about interior offensive line depth. Some concern about tight end. But one good news note that we didn't even hit on. Josh, didn't seem like we have any major injuries. Nothing concerning on the injury front. Now, They have an open viewing session at practice this morning, and I haven't seen too many negative updates as far as what we've learned or what we've seen. So there you go. Good news. Injury front positive for the Sooners.
0: OU fans are getting more access than, you know, any time we've seen recently this year. It's just great.
1: It is really cool. Kudos to Brent Venables for allowing it. Kudos to my calc for fighting for it. It's really cool. Is that viewing window today or is it tomorrow? My timeline isn't inundated with uh, cell phone videos, so I would assume that's going to be tomorrow.
0: <laughs> that is a good indicator. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, quick break. Plank Show, uh, all in on your text and going all in on Winari and the scrimmage from Saturday right here on The Rough. I don't know why I just got so excited during the it's commercial break, all break all for some reason. Steelman came down.
0: in. Oh, yeah, what's going on? It's great to see the Steel Man.
1: It is great to see the Steel Man. I'm not going to lie. I was looking at the pictures from Parker Thune's wedding.
0: It was a wonderful wedding. I don't know if I'd
1: ever seen Steel Man with his hat off. Steel Man was looking sharp. Uh, that was, it was like, hey, who is that? It's like, oh, that's Steely. I think Quinn had shot me the, the text on it. But, yeah, we're, uh, we're all in a recruiting world today where it's a conversation centered around will he or won't he with William Minori. Can I, I don't know if it's pushing back, but just seeking clarity on something. Many of you have reached out about the new NIL bill in Missouri. that talks about being able to pay a college player once he commits, not once he signs. I know you've gone through it quite a bit and I'm sure there's people that are a lot smarter than me. I don't know. I don't know how that's legal. <laughs> I don't know how you can truly get away with that. And then, and I, and listen, if it's a law that's been passed, and by God, they've figured it out better than I have.
0: Well, basically, it's legal because the state said, we're going to do things our <laughs> way and see if the NCAA is going to do anything about it.
1: I, I get that. But just even you're suddenly now, and maybe I'm. At, listen, I'm the first one to tell you, I'm a dummy whenever it comes to these kind of things. It just seems as if that's a really, really risky endeavor when the NCAA has fought against these to say, no, 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 our, our law is going to be overriding to y'all state laws. And in the, the mood that I guess the tough guys of the National Collegiate Athletics Association seem to be in right now, it's almost as if when they get that opportunity, they're going to try to make people pay. Maybe. But, we'll but see. I don't know. I don't know. I just I it's like, oh, you've committed. Here's a bag of cash. Well, does doesn't that mean then you could still go sign somewhere else? And is there in that law where you have to pay it back? And then if you're paying them before they're a student, doesn't that make them an employee? Or in some way, shape, or form someone that needs to be signed in W nines? I don't it just seems to me that people much smarter than me came up with this, but I got questions. I got questions on that one. Anyway, welcome back into the Plank Show. Three o'clock today. Parker is in Lee Summit, Missouri. So we will have the latest when Winari makes his announcement. Um, yeah, uh, Vandalay and Norman. It won't be long till money laundering becomes legal. <laughs> it's like, so here's what we're going to do. By the way, speaking of money laundering, Of all the things that I missed that we're not going to get to today because the text line's too good and and I don't want to get too off the clock here. But we got to carve out some time at some point to talk about the Manziel doc, the untold from Netflix. Have you had a chance to watch it yet?
0: No, I need to.
1: It's well worth your time.
0: That's what I've heard.
1: They also... I'm still mad that they tried to make it seem like the last game he played at Kyle Field when they beat Mississippi State was his last game. Like, Johnny Menzel's last game in an AM uniform. It's like, no, he played three more games <laughs> after that, including a bowl game against Duke. But I'm still, Josh, I was still shook to find out that he wasn't rich. What a brilliant ploy to basically defend how he would always have cash <laughs> where he was getting, and not necessarily even boosters, but just – the people involved in paying to keep him around, I mean, they they had me hook, line, and sinker. In fact, I didn't know, maybe I was the last one, that he didn't come from money until basically I heard it said on that Netflix deal. It's like, wait a minute. He's not from, they don't have $100 million oil wells, and just, their dad and mom's not rich? What are we doing here? Someone tweeted at me last night. I only fired back to one tweet last night. I'm not gonna lie, Josh. I had a libation after the show. I was feeling a little bit frisky last night. I was so angry. I understand. Someone, someone said along the lines of, "Well, they, they are rich. They need to hold up the facade." I'm like, bro, you need to go watch this 30 for 30 or Untold on Netflix. That's that. No, it was a lie. It was an out and out lie. That basically they said he was rich and came from oil, so no one would question why he always had money. Brilliant, and no one really dug into it because who's going to? It's Johnny Football. This is awesome, man! Look what he's doing. It's
0: also. Are we sure they didn't have money?
1: Yeah, I know. It's like I I don't think they would lie about it at this point. It's
0: it's you've been so convinced of it. It's almost like how like wait a second. You're saying they're not rich.
1: They didn't. They're not hundred millionaires. Come on, stop it. Though I I'm not gonna fall down the, the old rabbit hole of it, but it's still kind of wild to think that those two seasons are talked about, and maybe more so the first, but it was really it was really like a three game stretch near the latter part of the season, and they weren't in the well, playoff BCS conversation in either one of the seasons he was their starting quarterback. Go I sent this to someone the other night. Go look at the final BCS poll before the national championship game in Johnny Manziel's first season as a starting quarterback. They were ranked below Oklahoma. Now they got us pretty good in the bowl game. But they they weren't even sniffing it the second year. So, I mean, would you rather have a Johnny Manziel type of run or would you rather have a team that's maybe got a so-so quarterback and is battling for a championship? I think everyone would take the latter. But, dang, that was a fun run to follow for a couple of years. Do yourself a favor. Watch it. We'll talk about it
0: this week. Well, that, Al- go- that Alabama one was crazy.
1: It was, right?
0: At the time, it was, it was Oh,
1: unprecedented. Shocking. Jaw-dropping. All right, quick break. When we come back, all Knippelmeyer Chevrolet texts. Hey, a reminder. You know what's getting started around here on The Ref and at krefsports.tv, Josh Helmer? Oh, what is that? Our high school sports coverage. It is right around the corner.
0: Oh, it's here, baby.
1: Uh, well, actually, you guys already had a bunch of
0: stuff from last week. We did, yeah. I'll, I'll be over at uh, Moore High School tomorrow, a little volleyball.
1: A little we more got more war. Uh, KREF Sports, KREF Sports.tv. Tomorrow, you've got Westmore at Edmund Memorial Fast Pitch at 630. Norman at Piedmont. Does that mean we're going to get a little bit of Chloe Roland? Maybe. 6 p.m.? Are you calling that? No, no, no. Okay. And then Westmore is at Moore for volleyball tomorrow night at 6 p.m. And when we say we're committed, I'm not just BSing you, man. They are, y'all are committed. Connor, you, Perry, krefsports.tv. Check it out.
0: Might I also say Go while ahead. we're on this, hey, come see us sort of thing here, the Gridiron giveaway one week uh, from today. Everybody come out and see us. The Buffalo Wild Wings oh, in Edmond, call. 909 West uh, I-35 Frontage Road, from noon to seven. Uh, swing by to register to have a chance to get a team. This is uh, a la our 68 team giveaway of many years uh, fame and past. But uh, you got a chance to get every you know we're, we're giving out every single every team, team from power five conferences, and uh, there's there's prizes and swag and all sorts of stuff you can win. So
1: it's one of the coolest things I think we've done.
0: It's, it's Yeah, it is a cool idea.
1: Quick break. When we come back, your text to take us home on The Ref. Do you want to hit some of the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet texts here on The Ref Sports Radio Network?
0: I always want to talk to the people.
1: 405-651-3439. 405-651-3439. Um, Realtor Chris writes, My sources would say, The NCAA might say that membership is voluntary and the SEC requires the uh, adherence to NCAA policies where Winari could be ruled ineligible. So in other words, yeah, this sounds great that they're passing this law and and I might be the dumbest person on the planet, but it just seems... It seems as if you're opening up a Pandora's box if you're able to pay a guy before he even signs with you. And, oh, by the way, that's
0: completely,
1: completely against the rules. And uh, I I forgot all kinds of things. It's like
0: the (laughs) definition of enticement.
1: See, I told you guys that I always want to say whenever we're talking about when, wait, how do you say his name because I'm mean, is it Winari? I think it's Winari? Winari, okay, well, Williams. well, hey, buddy, he's not going here. so until he commits, I'm gonna call him whatever he wants. Just kidding. I'm just kidding, no anger. But in the case of Winari, I don't I don't really understand like how that could be something anyone could get away with, right? Just don't. Just don't. All right, listen. I um, I, I think we've had enough conversations about this. Don't you agree?
0: Yes, let's leave it to the uh, experts, who I'm sure are very excited.
1: Well, I'm sure they are, but I just, I don't understand. I'll leave it to the experts. I don't know how it can, what did you find? You were digging a lot on this. Was that right? That they can just start paying guys that commit right
0: away? Well, and what I'm trying to figure out Yes, that's my understanding. Wow, that's now, wild. What I'm still trying to figure out is the, the actual language that says it's either binding or non-binding because – Oh, okay. I mean, that's an important detail. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the the idea that – you know, like trying to wrap my brain around the idea that Winery, because some people have speculated, okay, well, maybe he commits to Missouri, things go south this season, and he says, ah, I'm going to rethink this thing. The The payment side of it, I mean – is it binding? Are you locked into then signing with Missouri? I mean, it's just crazy to think about all of that. The idea that you could take thousands of dollars and then turn around and change your decision, to think that a collective would even run that risk seems crazy.
1: From the 918-918-Rod, 918, 918, guys, Bama has serious quarterback problems. Saban doesn't even know who will start. I went back on this a little bit. And the last time Alabama had a starting quarterback, controversy. Do you want to know Do you know what happened that year? They played for a national championship. And you know what else happened that season? Everyone talked about how terrible all their quarterbacks looked in camp. Right. And do you know who ended up starting at quarterback a majority of that season for Alabama? It was a freshman named Jalen Hurts. Mm. And I'll never – Ryan Fowler, who's become a great friend of this program, right? SEC guy. I'll never forget, he came on Fox Sports Radio, and he said, I've never seen a group of quarterbacks look more incapable of playing collegiately for Alabama than this collective group does right here. Because you you knew right? – let's just go through the run here real quick, real quick of the saving era. You knew Brody Croyle was going to be the guy – you knew John Parker Wilson was going to be the guy, Greg McElroy, A.J. McCarron, uh, Blake Sims, and Jake Coker, right? They had all had their time in the case of Sims and Coker where they were, ah, what's the best way to put it, kind of.
0: The incumbent.
1: Right, right. There you go. Thank you. Do you even remember who said, <laughs> this is wild, do you know who started the first game of the 2016 season whenever Alabama, who won that quarterback battle between, who all was it? It was, uh, Blake Barnett, it was Jalen Hurts. There was a, a Norman tie to that because what was it? Was it David Cornwell? Yeah. That was in there in that mix. And then he ended up going to Nevada and, and it, it again, seemed like a good kid but never really panned out for him. Blake Bennett started the season opener. Blake Bennett. So, I agree with you. Alabama has some quarterback issues this season.
0: Or at least isn't settled.
1: <laughs> right. But, man, I'm telling you what, I don't think they could really go wrong with about any of the dudes that are out there.
0: Well, you also – And we've seen this
1: play before. You
0: also have so much talent around you. You don't have to be as good as another quarterback elsewhere to be successful at Alabama. No. You can do less and accomplish more. Uh, Let's see,
1: two more here real quick. I want to try to get a couple non Linary conversations in before the break. Five star Randy writes. Let's dream, boys. OU makes the playoff, beats USC in the first game and has a rematch with Florida State in the championship game. I'd spent a lot of time looking at USC this season, this offseason I guess. But I did on Saturday. Bro, the back half of their schedule is brutal. Brutal. In in I guess you could say Pac twelve terms it's brutal and then in even national terms
0: there's some pretty good teams in there i mean two
1: three four five so they should be six and oh they should be six and oh easy
0: i don't know that there's a national champion or college football playoff legitimate contender in there Mm -hmm. but uh i mean that's that's a good set of teams usc oregon utah washington there's some i mean that's that's tough to go through that unscathed
1: could not agree more here's the final six games for usc after what should be six and oh they go to Notre Dame. Sam Hartman, revenge tour, maybe. They get Utah at home, who beat him twice last year. Mm-hmm. They go to Cal. Not all that great, coming off a tough year, but they're fighting for a coach's job and have always been a really good defensive football team. Auditioning them. for a new league. Exactly. And then in back to back weeks, you get another of the offseason darlings, Washington. Followed by a trip to Oregon, and then you play UCLA.
0: Mm-hmm. Bro, oh, that's... Three of those games are very difficult. That
1: is a tough, tough run.
0: And UCLA's a rivalry game. Who,
1: who are you minimizing in that? Uh, Cal? Cal stinks. Right. UCLA? Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, they're not. I'm not as Agreed. high on them going in.
1: Agreed.
0: They're good, though. Solid, you would think.
1: Are you putting Utah as
0: the other one? Oh, of course. Oh, wow. Okay. Defending champion in the, the Oh conference. I thought
1: you meant three teams that would be three of those teams are difficult. So that means three you see rather easy. So Cal, UCLA, and maybe it's just two of them that we see that are kind of
0: Well, Washington, Utah. Who knows where they are by that point th- they're if you're good, Washington. And uh Notre Dame's good.
1: I hear you. Uh and then <laughs> let's see, we everything that I liked on here so far is Winarian. Concerns. Uh, I'll see when there. Oh, here's one from the four hundred five. Con coward is an imbecile. In my lifetime, OU has never relied upon kids from Oklahoma. We get the majority of our talent from Texas. And then Brooke asks, "No true crime podcast on vacation?" Yeah, I've started like seven of them, and now I'm just waiting for the newest episode because they're doing this trick now. They put every new episode behind a paywall, and you got to wait for them to release it. And then Josh, I fell in love with the. Uh, oh, gosh, what was the name of it? I'd listened to the podcast before. It's like a series to try to make you smarter. Um, I, I probably should have looked this up before I started. Oh, um, um, American Scandal. So I went through the whole Cuban Missile Crisis. If you have questions about the Cuban Missile Crisis, That's pretty interesting. I'm your guy. But now then they even have started. It's like, if you want to go back to past episodes, subscribe to Wondery Plus. Oh, great. Oh, my god! Another thing I need to have a subscription to.
0: I know. Nobody can just sell advertising.
1: Quick break. When we come back, we'll put a wrap on this edition of The Plank Show on the Ref. Dave from Norman. Dave from Norman.
0: Good morning, Dave.
1: Maybe I'm out of the loop, but since when did the projections for Winery turn in favor of Mizzou? Is it literally just because of the NIL stuff? I thought he was supposed to be totally locked into his relationship with the coaches at OU and was a relationship-first kind of a guy. What's happened here? I've got good news for you, David from Norman. In about five minutes from now, Parker Thune will be coming up live from Lee Summon to give us all the latest on what's going on. And hopefully, there will be good news. Hopefully and then Frisco sooner. Plank, Josh, if somehow, let's say Caleb Williams gets hurt, which I hope he doesn't, but just for the thought process, what if Riley and USC lose three to four games next year? Do you think the NFL is a possibility? Like a little package deal? Maybe a team that has the number one pick wants to go get Caleb Williams? Good question. Good question. I think Lincoln Riley is destined for the NFL.
0: Yeah, I would say it's a possibility regardless of if, if the season goes good or bad. <laughs> exactly.
1: Man, it was fun to be back. I forgot how quickly this show rolls. Stick around. Man and Thuner coming up next right here on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Have a great day, everybody.